Hi, girlies. Welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Alicia, the host of the Glow Up Secrets podcast, where I help you expand your mind and become more self-aware so that you can glow up into the best version of yourself. Episode 30. I can't believe I made 30 episodes. I've talked for hours and hours and I just will continue to keep talking. Insane. But I want to say if you've been here since the beginning or if you're just new, thank you for listening to any and all of my episodes and I will continue to grow the podcast and bring it to wherever I feel it's needed to be brought. Today we're going to be doing an advice slash Q&A episode. I am recording this before I go to Miami. Last week, if you listened to the episode, I would have been already in Miami and I made a whole intro about that, but I'm going to just pre-record this. So I did ask some of you guys on my Instagram for any questions, anything you wanted me to give you advice on. And I got a few good questions. So I'm just going to do a few in this episode because I know I'm going to talk forever, but I think they're really good. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Glow Up Secrets. We hit over 2,000 subscribers on there. You can follow me on TikTok if you want, The Glow Up Secrets. We're at like 215,000 followers, which is crazy to me. There's just a lot of twos going on here. But nonetheless, let's get into the first question. So somebody asked me, how to know when a guy is playing you versus when he's really into you? It's a scary game. Girl, if that ain't right, it'd be a really scary game out here unless you know how to play the game right. And if you want to understand the game, you need to accept that you have to learn the game. And I actually made a podcast episode about that. I think it's podcast episode 28. So you need to go listen to that. First of all, if you are struggling with dating and you're being fed up feeling like you have to play games with men, you need to go listen to that episode. But let me answer the question. So there's a few things that I want to address when it comes to knowing if a guy is playing you. I think it's important to remind yourself of your own standards and what you're looking for when you're talking to a man. That way, anything that starts to not be aligned with what you're looking for in a relationship, you will know that it's not for you. Or you could deem it as a red flag or you could just deem it as not an alignment and you know when to remove yourself from the situation. So I'm just going to assume that what you want is a relationship. You want somebody to take you seriously and you potentially want this to move further into something serious. Don't know how old you are. Maybe you're not where I'm at. But for me personally, I'm bringing it all the way down the line into marriage slash kids. That's where I'm at right now. So knowing that I'm going to be looking for things in a relationship that move me in that path forward. And if it doesn't, then I know it's not for me. So I think the first thing that's so important to know if a guy is just wasting your time or not is to look at his actions. Are his actions aligned with his words? Men are great with their words. They will tell you up and down all day how much they like you, how much they want to wife you, how much they want to spend time with you. But it's really hard. I know it's hard, but you have to look at the actions and not what he's saying. Of course, you can relish and you can, you know, romanticize a little bit in the things that he's saying to you. 
but do not take his words seriously. Are his actions aligning? So if he is saying he really likes you, if he really likes you, if a man really likes you, he's going to want to spend time with you. He's going to want to move things forward. He is going to want to eventually court you, make things official, take you out, whatever the case is. It comes back to if you wanted to, he would. You have to always keep that in your mind. It does not matter the type of guy. If he wanted to, he would. And if he can't, for whatever reason, he won't. And so I think a very good indicator of if the guy you're talking to is going to be serious with you and not wasting your time is is he moving things forward? Is he asking you on a date? If he, if you just met on a dating app, it, what, is he asking you on a date? Is he asking to see you in person? Is he wanting to call you? Is he wanting to not just text you and keep you in his phone? And when you go on a date, is he asking you to go on a second date? Is he talking about, let's go here, let's go there. I want to bring you to this place. I want to, I want to know more about your life. I want to know more about your passions. Is he going deeper instead of things on the surface of just texting you, just being a texting buddy? Oh, how are you doing today? What are you doing today? Maybe he's commenting on a photo and saying you look really beautiful. Like that's all great and well, but again, it, it, you're bringing it back to what do you want out of this thing that you are pursuing with a man? If you want a relationship, well, is his actions bringing you towards a relationship or towards a situationship, aka him living in his phone and never seeing you? Also, another good way to recognize if he's playing you or not is if you're questioning where it's going. If you start to question when you're talking to a guy when he's going to ask you out or if he's going to ask you on another date or just you're just in your head questioning, most likely he's playing you because I feel like us women, we are really smart and it actually doesn't take a lot for us to feel at ease in a relationship. And usually if a man is not in his masculine energy, aka moving things forward and taking actual action, that's when we're going to start to question. That's when we're going to be in our head. And if you're in your head and you're questioning, most likely he's not in his masculine energy and he's not moving things forward. So he most likely is wasting your time. Another good indicator, and now this is not necessarily to say that he is intentionally wasting your time, but this is more to see his attachment style and potentially you're getting into deep waters with somebody who has not a healthy attachment style slash doesn't know how to be in a healthy relationship. And that would be love bombing. That would be moving really fast in a relationship. A guy who is just obsessed with you, wants to see you all the time, wants to move things forward very quickly. And you probably being into him might want to do the same thing. And I think there's a fine line. There's going to be guys that you meet that are just more expressive, that just want to be around you and really are into you and really like you. But then again, you want to use his actions. Are his actions being aligned? But I think that you have to be you have to be careful with guys who love bomb you and text you and call you and even take action and see you all the time. Again, this is not necessarily about wasting your time. It's about, is this a, is this sustainable? Because usually when you move really, really, really fast in relationships and take it from somebody who has been in those type of relationships, what ends up happening is 
you're attracting somebody who is not actually in a healthy state of mind, maturity slash attachment style. Because the thing is, is if you're being completely obsessed with somebody and you're seeing them all the time and you want to do all of these things and you want to do them now, that's not sustainable. A healthy, long-lasting relationship, you're going to have times where you're not seeing each other. You're going to have times where you need to communicate, for sure, but you're not going to be up in each other's phones, being super in love and obsessed with each other all of the time. It's just not really sustainable. And of course, it's just going to depend on you both in terms of what can be sustainable or not. But it's just important for you to also know that you could be wasting your time only in the sense of because that's not going to be sustainable, you guys might crash and burn quickly. So you want to be aware of that. You want to look for a guy who is willing to be patient and he might be really into you and he says you're beautiful and he sees your value and he's taking you on dates and all of that kind of stuff. But you want to be with a guy who is patient, who is not pressed that you have a life and you're busy and that he can't take you out this Friday, but maybe next Monday he can take you out. I think that's really, it's really healthy and it's a green flag. I think maybe we should do a whole episode about green flags with guys, but that's another episode. But I think Overall, the message here is to remind yourself that a guy could be so into you. He could see your value. He could see your worth. He could see your beauty. And he might even tell you that. That does not mean that he's going to take you serious. That does not mean that he is going to get into a relationship with you and he's going to take action and do the things that you are worth doing for. There are going to be guys who see you and aspire to be with a woman like you, but are not ready. And unfortunately, there's two type of guys. There's guys who see that and they communicate with you and say, I'm just not ready to be in a relationship. I can see your value and I'm just not there. He might not actually say it like that, but he will have that communication with you and he will not lead you on. And usually it takes a very mature guy to do that. And they're very far and few in between, but I've been with, with guys like that. But then there's those guys that see the cake, want the cake and want to eat it and all of the things and they will waste your time. They will lead you on. They will maybe even have that false sense of value within themselves. Like they could actually handle a woman like you. Maybe they're telling themselves that. And they will string you along and they will tell you what you need to hear. And they will end up wasting your time. And in the whole time in their mind, they know like they're not going to be able to step up. She's saying that she wants a relationship. Well, I know I'm not going to be able to give her that. Whether it's either they're lying to themselves or maybe they're just lying to you. You you never really know. And that's why it's just really important as a woman. You have to be very careful, especially when you are a high value woman. You have good qualities. You are a good woman and you want a good relationship. You have to be aware of are you guys moving super, super fast? Is he, is he love bombing you? Is he saying all of the right things but then also those actions are not aligning and is your anxiety just at an all-time high when you're talking to him because you really don't know where it's going if you are confused then it's just not a sign that this is probably the guy for you because you want to be with a guy who is in his masculine energy when you're with a guy who's in his masculine energy you're not confused masculine energy is all about forward moving action taking you know where you're going. It's quite clear. And there's men who are in their toxic, wounded masculine energy for sure, which they come off as this alpha man and he's manly, this, that, but his actions and what he's saying are not aligning. So 
I feel you. It's hard sometimes to understand, but you have to listen to your intuition as well as a woman. And if you're questioning where things are going, most likely he's wasting your time. And again, it's not about sitting here and trying to figure out why he's wasting your time or what's going on with him. I think when you start to see that a guy is just, he's just not aligning, stop wasting your time trying to understand him and put your focus and your attention and your energy back to yourself. Step into your feminine energy and get in, get back into that abundance mindset of, you know what? There will be a man for me. I will find him and he is out there. If you keep continuously attaching to your, yourself to these low quality men that aren't bringing you forward with them in life, you're going to keep showing the universe that you're in this low self-worth and you're going to continue to manifest more men of that same quality. And you're going to get into a cycle so it's hard because it's comfortable to be with guys who tell you what you want to hear but you need to know and this is also important that you're most likely moving in a low self-worth place and this is the time for you to bring your energy back to yourself and do some healing do some self-work which is can be in the form of inner child healing shadow work parts work things of that nature I think that's really helpful I hope that helped and you can always DM me and let me know how things move forward. Also, if you're struggling right now with guys, I really think you should be following me on TikTok because I'm really talking about this kind of stuff on my TikTok right now. All right, next question. She asked me, can you talk about romanticizing relationships with men that you do not even like? So I think sometimes we romanticize being with guys who we actually do like, but maybe they're really new in our lives. I haven't really done that Actually, maybe I have with a guy who I didn't really like, but either way, I'm going to give you advice depending on which guy we're talking about. So if you're romanticizing a relationship and you're just being attached to a guy that you actually don't really like, I think it's important to remind yourself that most likely you're coming from a place of low self-worth and that most likely this guy just showed you attention when you were at your low point. And if you step back and you really take inventory of this guy, his characteristics, his values, the way he lives his life, even potentially his attraction level, most likely he is not a guy to be romanticizing anything with. So I think it's important to remind yourself that if you are romanticizing anything with a guy you don't actually like, it's important for you to see which areas in your life that you could be very lonely to the point where you're thinking about a guy you actually don't even really like. Maybe there's nobody that you're talking to in your life, which is making you (laughs) talk to a guy you barely even like. This is where I think it's just important for you to start dating new men or go do something with your girlfriends or focus on building your life out outside of men. And if you're romanticizing like a relationship with someone that you've just been dating or you think just has potential, I think for one, it's a it's okay to allow yourself to be excited about the potential of a new relationship. I think if we tell ourselves no, it's just, it's not going to work. We're just going to end up thinking about it anyways. But coming from somebody who is in their head and thinks about every situation front, back, side to side, up and down, all the way around in my head, especially like when I go to sleep at night, 
I've needed to really pick up on certain ways in which to not allow myself to go there. So one of the things that I always do is remind myself when I'm thinking about how the potential of a new relationship could be, I remind myself that no matter how many scenarios I create in my head, it's never going to play out the way that I think in my head. So let's say I'm thinking about a new guy in a relationship and how the date is going to go. No matter how many scenarios I picture in my head, when I actually go and meet him, it's he's going to look differently. He's going to be wearing something differently. The, the place we go to is going to be different. The food is going to be different. The conversations that we have are not going to play out exactly the way that I'm thinking in my head. And I have to remind myself that because then I remind myself that it's kind of energy draining and no point in trying to create scenarios in my head because it's literally not going to play out that like that anyways. Just think about any single moment that you have thought about you pre-thought about it before it happened it never plays out exactly how you thought about in your head it just doesn't maybe it's better maybe it's worse or just it's just different usually it's just different it's not really about being better or worse it's just different and I always remind myself I try not to rob myself of what the actual experience is going to be. Why am I going to try and live out something that has not happened in reality yet? I don't want to do that. It's just you're taking away something that's going to be so beautiful. So I think that's something that I always have to remind myself, which actually helps. And then I try and think about something different that actually has nothing to do with this guy. And I know it can be hard because it's comfortable for you to think about what's going to happen or where this relationship will go and all the exciting things that will come. But I'm bringing it back to this value of being somebody of patience and having patience in life and realizing that if you have patience and you let yourself just wait, it's going to feel so much better. You're going to be able to experience it for what it actually is. You don't need to have all the answers you don't need to know how it's going to play out it's going to be okay for you to not know how everything is going to be also another thing to keep my mind off of romanticizing about a guy or just a relationship is to talk to other guys honestly and I want to be careful about saying this because I'm not talking about having a roster of guys you are sleeping with I think it's very important to protect your energy and protect your womb and to not sleep with a bunch of guys I just don't think it's helpful as woman but I do think it's important for you to date guys you don't have to sleep with them but just talk to them and I'm talking about high quality guys you want to be able to learn how to vet them properly and not let bottom of the barrel men be texting you in your phone here and there I'm talking about talking to guys who actually have the potential of becoming a boyfriend a or down the line a husband and I think that that just helps you get your mind off of hyper focusing on one specific guy because this is what happens when we talk to one guy our energy goes straight to him and I'm telling you I know it's so hard because usually even if you have like a roster if you will of guys there's always going to be one guy that you're like really into and you like the most but what I have found being better at vetting guys and actually getting higher quality guys on this rotation if you will if you actually get guys that kind of all have the same quality and could all be potential there's actually not one that you're really more invested in, which is crazy because I've always thought the opposite. There's usually one guy you're really into. But for me, like right now, I mean, they're all really good players. Like they're they're really good. So I think it's about the vetting process and really getting good quality guys on your roster. And I think when you're really into one guy, it's because you have these weak links 
on your roster, which at this point, just cut them off because it's not, they're not giving what they need to give and we don't need them. And again, it's low self-worth. It's low quality. We don't need to entertain and waste our energy on men who are literally not actually anyone we need to be with. So yeah, to sum up that, I think when we romanticize and think and we get in our head, it's out of a place kind of of desperation of making things work. You know, if we don't have this abundance mindset of I have patience and there's guys out there and I don't need to rush into things and I don't need to overanalyze and overthink. And honestly, I think practical tips are really just having other people you can talk to. Also putting your focus on other things in your life because really and truly, if you have other things going on in your life, you're not going to have all this time spending your energy and thinking about this guy and what this potential relationship could be. If you're if you're romanticizing relationships with guys who you don't really like, you like you need to check yourself, girl. You need to check yourself because this guy go through literally write out a list of all of the qualities that this guy has, and I can guarantee you the list is not going to be long. I will tell you that. And also another thing that I talk about with my friends all the time in terms of looks, and this is, I know it's getting a little petty, but really and truly, let's take a guy who has tattoos and who has money and who has jewelry. If you take off the tattoos from this guy and you take away the money, or actually you can give him the money, whatever, or the career, whatever, and you take away the jewelry, is he really that hot? No. The answer is no every time. So just remember that and I love you. This was another question I got and it was, can you please do a podcast or something on how to get out of a one-year situationship where you're not being treated the way you want? And okay, truly, I'm just going to give you tough love here. If you've been in a situationship for one year and you're not being treated the way you want, it's going to be up to you on whether you're going to continue to be in this relationship or not. Sorry, actually, I should say situationship. You, at the end of the day, have the power. And I know you might not think about it like that. And I know it's hard when you're in a situationship because you have your emotions are tied up. And your emotions are tied up into the potential and the things that he is saying and the things that he does here and there. But at the end of the day, if you know that you are not happy and you're not being treated correctly you need to leave the situationship and you're I know you're asking specifically how it's seriously going to depend I don't know if you're living with this guy I don't know if you are like you're not this is what I would do seriously I would have a conversation with this person whether in person or through text and this per- this conversation is not going to be a conversation of trying to make it work this is a conversation to tell him you are done being treated this way and you are walking away. It's not to tell him I'm done being treated this way and then wait for him to change. You need to stop waiting for people to change. You've wasted one year of your life. You need to stop wasting more. That's exactly where it's going to go. This is the, the sad truth about it is if you're with somebody who has been wasting your time and not treating you well, you are not going to change this man. You are not going to change the situation. And I know you've probably been waiting. That's why you've been in it for so long. But I'm telling you right now, it's not going to change. And the only way it might actually change is if you are willing to walk away, but you're not walking away. And so I would have a conversation. Again, I don't know your details, so I can't give you word by word. If you want to submit a request and get more deeper advice, you can. It's a link in my bio, but you need to say what you need to say. You need to tell him all of the reasons why you'll be walking away, all the reasons why things have not been working, 
you don't have to yell, you don't have to scream, you don't have to be combative, you don't have to be rude. You can be loving, you can send him love and peace because I'm sure he's probably dealing with his own stuff, whatever the case is, but you need to tell him that you are walking away. And depending on his response, I don't know if this guy is going to be somebody who is, this is the thing, you need to know, you know your guy, you know if he's going to tell you what you need to hear and then three weeks later he's going to switch up again. I don't know if he's going to chase you or he's going to ignore you, whatever the case is, you need to say your piece and be done. And if being done means blocking, walking away, moving out, finding a plan, whatever it is, you need to do it. But the truth is, is you are continuing to allow this to go on. And the only person that's going to be able to stop it is you. It's not going to be him. It's going to be you. But you can't waste your youth. You can't, I don't know how old you are, but I'm just going to say youth anyways, whatever. You can't waste your life trying to get a guy to see how he's treating you. You can't get a guy to change the way he is treating you by staying with him and waiting it out. You can't do that. You show people how they can treat you by how you treat yourself and what you are willing to accept. And it seems most likely that you have been accepting a lot of the bare minimum treatment. And this is nothing to shame yourself. I think that the best thing you can do for yourself right now is step out of this situationship and focus on healing yourself, not focus on trying to find somebody who is going to treat you better right now. Focus on what made you stay in this relationship for a year in the first place. What was the dynamics that was going on in this relationship? Learning your own attachment style, learning why you stayed in for this relationship for so long, what you can learn out of this situationship. There's so many things that you can learn, but you're not going to be able to learn this if you continue to waste your time with somebody who is treating you poorly. And that is just the truth. And if you want to to be treated properly the way you think that the way that you say that you do you have to be willing to walk away because that is the only way that you will ever be able to get treated differently and better whether that be from this person or from somebody else most likely it's going to be from somebody else but maybe it is from this person but remind yourself the way that you are doing things is not yielding results that you want so you have to do things a different way and we tell ourselves it needs to be I need to say a certain thing a certain way it needs to be a certain timing it doesn't you tell him how you're feeling and you say you are done and you walk away you either block or move out whatever you need to do and most likely this person will do is they will say well can't we just be friends or can't we stay in contact I'm telling you right now you know yourself you know your tendencies you know your dynamics with this guy most likely it's not healthy to stay in in contact with him when you are going through this period of detaching yourself because what's going to happen is he's going to test your boundaries and he's going to he's going to see hmm is she really stepping in her self-worth hmm let me see if i can break down her boundaries and her standards because that's what guys will do you need to work on your boundaries and your standards and i have lots of videos and podcast episodes about that but that's the extent that i can give you advice on because i don't know your situation but hopefully that helped but at the end of the day you just need to hear it you have to walk away like there's no other way like there's no point on waiting i'm telling you there's no point okay the last 
question that I got was from a DM and she messaged me and said, I'm really enjoying all your content and listening to your podcast and YouTube. I can't stop thinking about something since watching yesterday's video. Can you share how you move past the judgment and resentment that you felt seeing other females engage in activities that you have outgrown? You mentioned that it is your shadow self question mark. I'm dealing with this currently and want to move past it. Yeah. So in one of my videos, I basically said that if you are judging people, it's because that part of them is a shadow of you that you either don't accept, you reject, you deny within yourself, you feel shame about, you feel guilt about. There, We have a lot of different parts within us that we don't like and we will see that in somebody else and judge them for it. And so one of the examples that I was talking about was that when I used to party and then realized that it wasn't really helpful to be like a party girl and I realized the attention that I was getting from going out and posting on social media, very scandalous photos. I mean, I wouldn't say they're very scandalous, but you know, just like showing more of my body and basically just getting male validation and attention. That's what I was doing and going out and just realizing that all of this attention and actions I was taking, it didn't end up making me feel good. So then I stopped doing so much of it and focused on self-improving and just things outside of my looks and my appearance and just building out my character as a woman outside of my looks. And when I started doing that, I started to have resentment for other friends that were still in their party phase and other friends that were still posting on Instagram and being more scandalous and stuff. I was just kind of judging them and being like, oh, like she just wants attention or I was just, I don't even know, like I was just judging them. But I was doing that because I started to feel shame within myself for being that person for partying for putting myself out there and so I basically turned on that part of me that was expressive and that was doing these actions based out of being young and wanting attention and validation from people especially men and I felt shame about that and so that part of me got thrown into my shadow and I didn't like it and so I didn't like it in other women and people around me so I would judge them and then I started to realize like whoa okay I don't need to judge another woman just because she's doing something that I used to do that I no longer align with anymore because that's her own that's her own life that's her own timeline and now I look at women who might be posting on social media scandalous photos or living a lifestyle that is not in alignment with me especially I'm talking about especially like the girls that are actually close with me because I don't really care about other women that are literally have nothing to do with my life but I look at them with a lot of love and compassion and understanding and that's when you know something is no longer in your shadow and that you've integrated that part within you because you recognize that part within you at one point and you accept that as a part of you you accept that at one point you were that so how can I judge you and hate you when that <laughs> that used to be me do I uplift that do I need to be that anymore no you don't have to praise a woman for doing something that you think that is not alignment in alignment with how you're living your life but you don't need to send so much hate and resentment right if we're in a place of just hate and resentment and just you know just hate and resentment then that's when I think that you need to really work on this part of of you and most likely 
in society, maybe society has taught you it's bad to show your body or it's embarrassing or it's pick me energy to care about male validation, whatever the case is. You're just being influenced by other people and even yourself. And when that's the case, again, this part of you is going to be into your shadow and you're going to feel shame if you ever were that person. And so when you see that in somebody else, you usually hate on them or you think it's embarrassing or whatever. And so my best tip, and I've kind of already mentioned it, was to remind yourself that not everyone is going to be on the same timeline as you, the same self-improvement journey of you. You just can't expect everyone to be where you're at. And it's hard because especially with people around you, you want them to be on that same self-improvement journey. You want your girlfriends to be leveling up with you. You want your girlfriends to have the same mentality of realizing like, okay, going to the club all the time and dressing ho-ish and potentially posting a lot of scandalous photos on the internet might have other people perceive you a certain way. And maybe it's not a good look. But the truth is, is you can't control other people's life and mindsets and timelines. You just can't. And how I've really moved past this was sending compassion and love to these people and seeing myself in them. It's so important that you start to look at everyone, even people you hate. You have to start seeing yourself within them because then you humanize them. Then you send compassion. Then you send love to them. Then you accept them. And this is where you're going to have to learn how to set boundaries, especially with girls around you in your life. When you realize that they're going to be engaging in things that you no longer engage with, you're going to maybe have to have conversations with them or maybe you won't. You just might not be spending so much time or posting the same things as them and understanding that if they don't align with that and they don't like that, then that's okay. Most likely you're a shadow to them that they don't want to see. I know that I am a very big shadow for a lot of girls when a lot of girls don't want to see their own problematic behavior potentially or see how their behavior are not yielding the results that they say they want and if that's the case then they're not going to want to see my stuff they won't want to listen to my stuff or they might I don't know maybe they say that I'm think that I'm better than them or something whatever who knows you're always a shadow to somebody else as well it's actually crazy it's just like we're all like everything's a mirror and we are shadowing other people it's just crazy but I think you got to humble yourself and remember that just because you're on this journey of self-improving does does not mean that somebody else needs to be on that same timeline and really nobody owes you anything it's hard and I've had to have these conversations with myself um, but once you start to remind yourself that you then can actually have compassion with these people and then you can have your party friends you can actually enjoy being in the company of these people this is another thing where I think with self-development being in in the self-development space you you get this complex of like feeling like you're better than everyone else because you are working on yourself but the truth is even people who are not working on themselves they have a lot of things that they can teach you they have a lot of life experience there's a lot of things a lot of value in people that you might not see 
on the surface that if you were just to stop being so judgmental, you could learn a lot from these people. And that's where I'm at. I have all different types of friends. I have friends that are a little bit more on the hoish side that I just love and I embrace them and I love them. And I have friends who are very modern and very traditional and very like (laughs) just follow all the rules and I, and I pull from them as well. And it's just, it's actually a very beautiful balance. And I just, don't think it's helpful to tear people down and I think that usually when you're in that mindset of course it's because they have a shot you have that shadow and also it's okay that you see some girls and you talk to your girlfriends and maybe you're a little bit judgmental or you gossip a little bit and I know it kind of sounds bad but at the end of the day we're women and we do gossip and of course you want to make sure that it's not to a point where you're really envious and you're so judgmental that it's taking over your life and you're being really mean and rude and like you're trying to tear this person down by actually going out and doing questionable things you know you obviously don't want to do that but to say that we don't all gossip and talk about how other people's actions are potentially not aligning to what they say online I think at the end of the day healthy amount of gossip is okay so I hope that helped again at the end of the day I've totally been there and just remind yourself that you don't need to be on the same timeline as everyone. I know sometimes it can be hard to accept people's realities for what they are and realize that they are not on the same path as you. But remind yourself, you don't have to also adhere to how they're living. You're going to have to set boundaries. You're going to have to seek out other friends and different styles of living. But people are out there and it's okay to have both and to embrace everyone I think it's just a more peaceful way of living so I hope that helped that's all that I'm going to say for this episode because I've been talking for so long I hope these episodes have helped you guys and I love you I will talk to you soon don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel follow me on TikTok and my Instagram I love you and I will talk to you in the next one bye